Welcome to our Rollmaster actual play session. Twilight of the Old Order and Ain't No Place for a Hero are two campaigns currently co-joined, set in the world of Duranaki, the continent of men. In this gritty, cutthroat world, politics, religion, and commerce are all intertwined and reign supreme. Characters need to be both smart and ruthless to survive. We hope you enjoy our story, and, as always, may the dice roll in your favour. This is episode 122 of Twilight of the Old Order, and episode 99 of Ain't No Place for a Hero. The two parties have reunited some days back and now find themselves thrust into the heart of a perilous mission on a long-forgotten, ominous island. We pick up the story just as our heroes start to make their attack on the bowmen, the top and bottom of the cliff. Hello. I'm Chris, otherwise known as GM Chance, and welcome to our story, or as I frequently say at the beginnings of these videos, it's not one story, but rather two. So, two campaigns set in the same world, set at the same time, same dates, etc., but with different characters. Seven characters in one game, six characters in another, and there they are, up on screen, all 13 of them. That's a lot of characters. That is a huge amount of characters. Uh, in a second or two, I'm going to ask the, the players of those characters to introduce uh, the, the, the people, their, their avatars, their alter egos uh, that they're playing this evening. Before I do, as I always do at the beginning of each session, a huge shout out, um, compliment, I always say shout out, but basically I'm just saying thank you to the people that follow us, um, the people that provide support, encouragement, a thumbs up every now and then to a social media post, a like, a comment, a suggestion, it really does help. Um, this is a hobby, yeah? You know, we, we're, we're a group of people based in uh, beautiful New Zealand, way down the South Pacific, uh, and this is something we do for fun. This is our hobby. The fact that we get to share our hobby and share our story and, you know, the wild imaginings that come from a group of people hanging out and playing imagination together um is is wonderful uh even better that we have people from all around the world and it really is all around the world that are interested and like what we're doing so thank you from us to you a comment to you if perhaps this is the first time you've come across one of these videos or maybe you've seen two or three um if you are getting something out of them, you're, you're learning about, you know, you're learning something from them, or you just find them entertaining. I mean, we have a, a star-studded cast. Um, our, our players are now all, some of them will shake their heads and say, no, I'm not. But actually, they're all reasonably experienced role players. Some have been playing for minimum for a year, um, some quite a lot longer than that. So these are all good role players, and there is a skill to playing this game. And... Um, if you're enjoying something you learn from them, one of their characters, or just the story in general, we'd love a like from down below, or even better, a subscribe and tell your friends. 
uh, the more this channel grows, the more people like you can enjoy the content we provide. Right, well and truly enough from me. I'm going to hand over uh, to the stars of the show, to the players, who are going to introduce their characters right now. Where's the camera? There's the camera. Hi, I'm Pete, and in this episode I'll be playing Leif. Leif is a half-elf warrior mage, which uh, means he uses uh, weapons as well as magic. He's a friendly fellow, um, very empathetic, and uh, yeah, a really kind uh, member of the party. Um, kia ora, I'm Mason, and for this episode I'm playing Demos. Uh, he's a very attractive, very hunky, very buff mixed man. Um, really great with his spear and shield and he can whip out some swords if he needs to. Um, he's not the most intelligent person but he makes up for it with a lot of kindness, um, a lot of gentleness except for when he's fighting uh, and he's been with the party for a little while, has thoroughly enjoyed his time with them, um, is very much looking forward to saving the world and on the side he is looking and hoping to find his long-lost sister that was kidnapped a long, long time ago. Hi, I'm Graham. I play Nyathanel, Nyathanel Sherakir. She is a magent, which is a mix of uh, stealthy skills, fighting skills, and uh, magic skills, mentalism, magic of the mind. She is a complex character, um, something of a religious fundamentalist um, who believes in assassination as a sacred endeavour. Uh, she keeps that well hidden, however. She has a, a dab hand with a short sword um, and uh, uses her magic and sneaky ability to good use in sneaking up on her adversaries. Uh, hi, my name's Giles. Um, and for this episode, uh, I'm playing Tarquin. Uh, so Tarquin is a young, um, ridiculously good-looking half-elf. Um, during his uh, early life and adolescence, he's been well-trained uh, in the gentle arts of thievery, uh, charming others using his remarkably good looks, uh, and of course, violence. Um, he is in his own way a religious man, um, and he's out looking for some understanding as to what's happened uh, to his homelands. Kia ora, I'm Alex, and for this episode I'm playing Keros. Uh, Keros is a young North woman. She's a weather mage, a pretty powerful weather mage um, with some very cool spells. Um, she's quite sweet and kind, um, a bit emotionally labile, but wears a heart on a sleeve and a strong moral compass. She also has a companion, um, a cat called Victory, who's a very important member of the party. Um, and Victory was rescued, oh, there's Victory, a wee while ago um, from impending doom. Hello, I'm Graham. I play Etienne Gilderflower. He is a genetrist, which is a type of paladin or holy warrior. He follows the teachings of Aphrodite, the goddess of love, and he believes that her will um, leads him on, and he makes decisions based on the dreams he receives or thinks he receives from his goddess. He has uh, joined the party uh, on a mission to, as he understands it, to save the old order, the, the, the world as they know it. He is a very charming, very good looking man, a very eccentric man, uh, speaks in riddles and rhymes most of the time, uh, but he believes in a higher purpose. He's a very dab hand with a sword, usually found 
in full plate. Kia ora, I'm Pete and I'll be playing Mithan in this episode. Uh, Mithan is a uh, ranger, um, she's a high man, um, she's pretty good at outdoor skills and she's a pretty good archer. She's not a people person, um, she doesn't really care about people's feelings, although she's beginning to um, in, this, in this party. Hi, I'm Aiden, and I'm playing Grey. Uh, Grey is a very handsome half-elf uh, who doesn't really believe in wearing shirts. Um, he's constantly just displaying his body all the time. <laughs> uh, which, you know, he's, he's got it, so he's flaunting it. Um, he's got a bit of a tragic backstory. Uh, pretty much everyone he's ever really cared about has been murdered brutally. Uh, but despite that, he's, uh, he's still a lovely, lovely guy. Uh, he's very caring, uh, cares a lot about his, his teammates and also animals, loves animals, um, as he is a beast master. Uh, so he has the power to kind of like, kind of, I don't know, not control, well, well he can control animals, but he can also kind of interact with them and understand them and um, get them to help him do what he needs to do. Uh, when he's not using his magic, he is a bit of a dab hand with an axe. He uh, is very good at chopping things, chopping enemies, <laughs> uh, and also good with a, a little bit of uh, stabby stabby and a crossbow as well. Um, he has a bird called Wingy uh, that is his uh, best friend. <laughs> It needs to have a bit more of a story, I guess. Uh, she'll she'll come into it a bit more like down the road, I think. Um, yeah, that's Gray. Hello, I'm Graham, and I play Severin Kydergaard, who is a human swordsman, uh, a dab hand at the sword, and spent his whole life training in swordsmanship. He is a very charming fellow, and fancies himself as a bit of a leader. Hi, I'm Stara, I play Jada. She's a six foot seven Arab looking woman. Uh, she fights with a quarterstaff, but not often because she's a healer. Uh, she grew up in a monastery where they adopted her and she has just um, been taught how to heal, do martial arts, that's all she's done her entire life. Hello, I'm Graham, and I'm playing Tanya Anastasia, who is an elven Hunter, dab hand with a bow. She has some outdoor skills, some very adept sneaky skills, and is a interesting personality. A little bit spiky, a little bit difficult to know, but inside, a good egg. Kia ora, everyone. My name's Anthony, and for this episode, I'm playing Askelion, or Askel for short. He's a tall half-elf warrior mage who comes from the port city of Shabibi, and accordingly, his favourite weapon is his ornate cutlass. As a warrior mage, Askel combines his offensive and defensive spells along with his prowess with his cutlass and in unarmed combat. Kia ora, my name's Pete and I'll be playing Nicholas in this episode. Nicholas is a common man and a mentat by profession. Um, that means he is a spell user and he uses spells from the mentalism realm. Nicholas is a quiet and sort of um, unassuming sort of fellow. He doesn't like to draw attention to himself. Here we go. Those are the players that will delight us with their escapades tonight. Now, 
in the beginning of each week, uh, before we play typically on a Wednesday, as we, as we are tonight, I send out a few character development questions. The idea behind these is to get people thinking about the, the character that they're playing. And these can be all manner of things about the character's background, their likes, their dislikes, their beliefs, their moral compass, whatever. And I've sent uh, about four or five questions out recently, and we're going to hear from each of the players uh, quickly to answer either one or two questions that take their fancy. And tonight, we're kicking off with Pete. Pete, please take it away. Got it. Um, thank you. Thanks, Chris. Great. So um, the question I'd like to answer for Leif is, if you could obtain one magical item, what would it be? Um, so this is quite a... Um, and it's a great question for Leifbeel to answer because as part of his background here, part of the fascination he has with with magic is um, sort of around this particular item that he'd sort of once heard of or been told about, which is called, which is wish magic, a version of wish magic, which is, um, and this comes from this item called Bell Orac, the Valiant's ultimate hex of dispersed wonder. And what that essentially means in, in game terms is, um, there's a small selection of first, well, five, five first level spells that if he was able to learn this particular spell from this particular book, there's, there's a, a range of five spells that have been uh, sort of, would be tailored to life that he could then, five first level spells that was learning this one spell could enable him to cast. Um, so it's sort of, it's just, it's just a quirky sort of magic that he's once heard about and he is very keen on, on learning it, and he'd, he'd want to get it from this item, which I assume is a spell book. Um, yeah, quite a, uh, a, a nice question for him to be able to answer. Um, for Mithan, her question is, what personal achievement are you most proud of? Um, well, I suppose it's proud of, but I think she takes a lot of joy and pleasure in is her knowledge and learning around nat the natural environment. And so um, on her character sheet, that looks like um, uh, region laws, and she has been she has been worked hard to learn about different regions, different types of climate and um, and terrain. So, uh, so she's actually sort of that's backed up on her character sheet. But as a as a person, she just loves being in nature and loves exploring and coming to understand ecosystems and different environments. Um, for Nicholas, what personal achievement is he most proud of? Uh, he's most proud of his book learning and particularly the the. Sort of slightly eclectic variety of spells that he has worked hard to learn. Um, yeah, he knows some some quite some interesting spells there, and he he does take pride in his his um, skill as a magic user. Right, thank um, you, Pete. Sure. And can we please hear from Aiden? Hello. Um, okay. Uh, the question I'm going to answer answer for Gray is: How does he handle grief? Um, I would say he would handle grief pretty internally. I don't think he would, uh, I think he's quite a quiet chap in the best of times, but I think he, he's had quite a bit of trauma in his past. So I, I think he, it's kind of something that's kind of tortured him and he just doesn't deal with it well. I think he'd just go inward and maybe retreat and go into the bush and just kind of punch a, a tree or something. <laughs> yeah. Damn tree. Um, although, to be fair, now that he has his little pet bird, uh, Wingy, who he loves and has shares a bit of a bond with, that might actually be quite good to help bring him out of it. But mm. let's see in the future. Hopefully there's no grief to come. 
Not in this um, game, not a chance. Never, never. <laughs> um, uh, I'd love to hear from Alex. Thank you. Um, Keros is going to answer, have you ever abandoned someone in need? Absolutely not. And if she has, it would be accidental or non-intentional. Uh, so much so, I think, uh, I forget, I should remember, but I forget the wee sausage dog's name. We took a whole detour. <laughs> Dormy. That's it, Dormy. To rescue Dormy, who is considered the person, because she just couldn't leave it. And look, if it comes down to her and somebody else, I actually don't know what she would do. She she is incredibly. I, I don't even have the word. You know the 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 social justice and the morality and looking after people. Um, it is so strong. Um, she, it just wouldn't even enter her brain. Okay. But we will see. We will see. Things change. I mean, you did answer an interesting off camera. You had an interesting response to would she be tempted to the dark side or words to that effect. So, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows where she'll end up? Who would you like to hear from, please? Um, I would love to hear from Mason, please. Thanks, Alex. Uh, uh, for Demos, uh, what personal achievement are you most proud of? He's, more recently, he's quite proud that he's managed to kind of pick up more on the Western, Western language. Because yep. he doesn't, that's not his mother tongue. Um, yep. And for him, you know, he's quite illiterate. So he's pretty, he's pretty, he's pretty stoked to have picked, picked up some, be able to kind of talk more with his friends, which is yep. great. Um, and I'm also answering a question on behalf of Tarquin. And his is... Where'd it go? Have you ever been tempted by dark powers? And he said definitely yes. <laughs> Interesting. So um, just for our viewers' benefits, uh, Mason, you are very, very kindly um, assisting Giles, who is the the owner, the player normally of Tarquin. Uh, Giles can hear us, but he's having trouble uh, actually speaking tonight. And just for, for viewers' benefits, uh, Giles is sending you some, some WhatsApp messages and you're communicating those to us. So, I guess for our viewers' benefit, if there's a delay in hearing from uh, New Kid on the Block, how handsome he is. Look how handsome Tarquin is. Uh, New Kid on the Block, Tarquin, that's the reason why, because Mason is going to be speaking for Giles. He can hear us, but he can't respond. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, Mason, who would you like to hear from tonight? Um, I would like to hear from Graham. Graham, you bet. Right, um, play a couple of characters from the uh, Twilight Party, first of whom is Severin. Um, in terms of a magic item that he would like to acquire, um, he's a, a bulky fellow, he wears plate mail, um, he's quite encumbered, or not over-encumbered, but he, he carries a lot of stuff around. He's usually the last to act in a round. He would love a magic item that made him magically quicker for periods that he could actually move around a little bit quicker and, and get to things a little bit earlier in the piece. Um, another party member from Twilight is Tenya. And... Um, Wish she got there, she is. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, I think, I mean, same question. Um, I think she would, she does a lot of sneaking around and that's a lot easier when you're not seen. So some sort of item that made her invisible, I think that would make her very happy indeed and enable her to get into some places she would find it difficult to get to otherwise. Um, moving to the hero party uh, and Nyathanol, um, she, same question again for magic item, um, she would like a magic sword um, and one that had some special uh, powers and she does look rather longingly at Tenya's sword which is a rather nifty plus 20 short sort of slaying that you can returns to the hand within 100, 100 feet if she ever let go of it um, and also she has a dagger of assassination that would be pretty damn handy too so uh, it's just for the friends that's all I'll say um, and finally Etienne um, can't see him where is he there he is yep Etienne um, I think uh, personal achievement that he's most proud of uh, Etienne has undergone a complete character rebuild in, from his formative years and from his early teens um, where he was reborn to be Etienne Gildeflau he was, he was somebody else before called Faisal completely different personality and he thinks a completely different person entirely so he's very uh, his personal achievement is becoming uh, the vision of whom he wanted to be and who the goddess wanted him to be at least in his head Excellent. Thank you. And turning to... Who should we go to? Oh, oh we've done Tarkwind. Um, have we done Aiden? Yep. Oh, we have. Sorry. Who's not gone? Alex. Oh, done, done Alex. Oh. I think... I not, think no, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony is the last one. Askel. Let's hear from Askel. Well, uh, for Askel's uh, question... Um, if you could obtain one magic item, what would it be? So Askel, um, as a warrior mage, <coughs> um, obviously casts magic, um, and right now he's not actually wearing any armor, um, just to speed up any opportunities for casting magic. So he'd like uh, some magical item, which would give him uh, a reasonable uh, defensive bonus, but also not interfere with uh, his ability to cast magic. Um, also, I'm... Um, covering Jada tonight um, and the question for her is have you ever been tempted by dark powers um, and for Jada it was um, uh, probably only just a few weeks back in game time um, she had this uh, cloak glass removed um, which she'd had for, for some time but um, that was actually uh, sort of I guess uh, the longer she wore it the more it uh, impacted and influenced her um, potentially a bit of uh, taint of chaos um, as well, so uh, not necessarily tempted, but um, uh, being influenced by it. And that's, that was Jada's question. Marvellous. Well met, well introduced, one and all. And there, gentle viewer, are the crew. All 13 of them. That's a lot of characters. Uh, you've just heard from the players uh, a bit about each character. And a character development question. I'm going to call on Pete to provide a, a very, very snappy summary. As, as no pressure, Pete, but thank you for doing it. Um, of what happened last session, uh, I may have some. I'll either turn to perhaps the map or uh, or some images to.
compliment what you say. Uh, let's see how we go. But thanks, Pete. If you can take it away to sum up what happened last time. Sure thing. So here we are on Jewel Island. We are um, wanting to intercept or to confiscate a shipment of arms and weapons, which are currently in, in, the, in a cave on a rocky beach down below the, some cliffs that we, are, we, we were at the top of in the beginning of our last session. Um, we got a bit closer to the access to this beach. Um, Nicholas then came sort of flying in in a bit of a flap, so to speak. Pardon the pun. Um, um, to, oh, after having done a bit of a scouting mission, he reported uh, and reported back on a scouting mission because he, he, end of which he was pursued by the flame, the man with the flaming sword. Um, so sort of blew our cover a little bit, but we're in the picture of we understand the lay of the land and how the approach to this cliff should go, and we got a bit of a plan about shooting some from some of the archers that are on guard, basically, and then making our way down and just beginning our assault on this cave. Um, the halfway through the session, um, there was a a bird-to-bird -bird fight uh, of Ningwen attaching uh, attacking the flying flaming sword guys um, hawk, which she did extremely well. Well done, Ningwen, and hopefully took out. Although we can see on the screen the the the, the, the bird fight there. Um, yeah, and and the our opponent's hawk was killed. Um, hoping that it's going to affect the, the hawk's controller in some way. Um, um, so now hopefully they don't, can't spy on us as effectively. Um, where we left it was we were about to have archers shooting um, their archers at the top of the cliff on the on the ledge there, uh, whilst Tarkin was shooting at people the people who'd climbed down the rope, and Neathanol was making her way around to the the the, the beginning of an, another I've, i'm a bit confused about exactly where the rope was i think we got there but our wires crossed somewhat i'm sure okay but yes we're ready to start our start our assault i believe okay great thank you pete uh great great summary as always um i might just do a quick clarifying uh kind of overview of the map just to show where people are and then unless there are any qualifying questions we'll start the game so uh we have if we zoom in here we have um tanya uh here who has made her way she's obviously not standing up like that she's actually crouched down she's peering over the rock and she can see uh one two three of these guys up on the up on the cliff and just to give a little bit more more context into what the cliff looks like um you can see there this is the the map the other map i i uh prepared and rather than jumping in between maps i thought i'd use an image to show it you can hopefully see on screen there's the gap um and there is there's actually a bit of a dip there are two there are two foes quite a bit up ahead there's another one a bit further down and you can see down there the way the curse is going this it's not a staircase although it's been kind of hacked out of the rock but this kind of path that kind of weaves its way down all the way down 80 or 90 foot uh down to the um to the, to the rocky cliff face below speaking of the 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 rocky cliff face below i've been describing this and i meant to share an if um an image previously this is what's uh it, it, certainly in my head that's kind of the environment yeah so you've got 
or not almost let's say exactly that apart from the fact that the the rock shelf is not into the waves out so far so you've got a a big cliff coming straight down as you can see you'll put almost straight down as you can see um and then there's some some foliage above so that's that's kind of the 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 environment we're talking about so that's um uh uh tanya here Gray is a little bit further behind. He needs to make one more maneuver, a hard maneuver, to get up to the same position as as Tanya. And there are these three people, uh, as as shown on that that other image, um, on these uh, kind of narrow paths going up and down the cliff. Two are, are here, and one is a bit further further down, around about a hundred foot away or thereabouts. Other characters: um, Askel, Keros. Jadar, Leif, uh, Demos, and others are collected here as quietly as they can. Jogging, I don't think they're sprinting, but certainly jogging through the underbrush. Where are they? Let's see if we do this. There we go. Top down is always useful. Jogging through the underbrush um, are firstly Mithan and then Severn. Uh, they are weaving their way back through these kind of trap-filled areas uh, to make their way back to, to this area here, which led out, I understand at least, that led out onto, onto that cliff face. They're approximately 170... Uh, yeah, about 170 foot away, I think. Or let's find out. Direct line, oh, a bit less, 120 foot away. Direct line, probably more like 60 and then 60. So, yeah, yeah, 120 foot, all told, thereabouts. Um, <clears throat> other characters, uh, if we move a little bit further over, we can see over here, and we actually, we'll, we, we will use the top-down view. It's kind of handy. Tarquin managed to race his way down to the cliff edge. Tarquin's here, as you can see. And directly below him, and I'll come to the image in a second, is uh, a guy on a rope, about 20 foot up a rope. Tarquin, at the end of last session, reached down, where's, where's my camera, there we go, and fired directly down with his bow and hit him. Hit the guy on the rope pretty hard. Like it was a, de a really good shot with the bow. And this, the person here is 20 foot uh, down above the, that, that rock ledge. As you can see there, there's the, there's the water. And then there's this rock ledge that goes around. This guy's going down towards the rock ledge. Tarquin hit him. Um, and hit him pretty, pretty hard. And then lastly, a bit further back, uh, obviously both Tarquin and uh, Neathanol don't know where they are. But this is indeed Neathanol right here. Neathanol is creeping as quiet as she can. She came over here from her companions. And she's creeping, as I understand, uh, down towards the cliff edge. That's, that's the situation. That's the, the setup. So uh, a few characters poised here with bows, trying to target some foes over here. Some characters running here. Neathanol here, Tarquin here, and the majority of characters here. They do say, 
there is an adage in role-playing games that you should never split the party. Let's see if people's choices tonight were wise or otherwise. Before we jump in, any qualifying questions, anything I've missed, anything that's not clear, please let me know. Okay. All right. Well, with that, uh, with that, if everybody's happy, if everybody's content, if no one's got any questions, let's start the game. This is a highly dangerous situation. This is a moment of tension and um, potential risk for the characters. So we will go into combat rounds. I'm starting the round and let's see who goes first. Initiative, rolling initiative, we're off. And, uh, I am going to, I, I have tried to avoid up until now, but I am going to split things up a little bit. Um, the ethanol, can you quickly join me in chat room one, please? Hello. Hello. How are you doing? All right. Excellent. Good? Yeah, good. Mm. Alright, so Neathanol is here. She's seen kind of Tarquin charge off. Uh, you can't see the map yet, but you will You will in a second. Just give me one tick. Um, she's seen Tarquin uh, charge off. What does she do? Um, so, I think she'll join him. Um, but um, she's just really interested in what's off down further down the way. So, she's going to continue creeping. And I guess she's going to continue checking her path for traps. Um, and But she just wants to make sure there's nothing... She's going to perceive the hell out of the scene to her left. Okay, so... There's a lot in what you just said. In terms of yes, breaking, so breaking that down in terms of actions, what, what does she do? Okay, perceive off to the left. Yes. Uh, and then creep forward checking for additional traps Done. towards Tarquin. Perfect. Love it. Give me a roll for perception, please. So this is a 10% or a 30% roll? Uh, 30%. 30%. Yeah, Having a 20. good look around. Yep. Okay. Yep. 24. 24. Thank you. Plus, plus, uh, plus 75. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So she she kind of looks in this direction down here, which is where you're talking about. Well, you know, this this way. Yep. Um oh, yeah, left, yeah. Yep, look looking and listening. She she doesn't see a thing. She sees rocks, she sees trees, she sees the absolute pouring bucketing down of rain. Um she, she doesn't see a thing. 
However, she... She... I don't know. She thinks... She might have heard... That, that noise. Off in the Sorry, distance. Sex. Would you mind playing again? Sure. Or, or, or it might have just been the rain or something. Um, d down, down from this direction, or, or somewhere, somewhere around here. Uh, that's the information she picks up. Okay. And a stalk maneuver on top of that. Yeah. So if she's, if she's possible to stalk down towards Tarquin, yep. keeping quite close to the cliff, that yep. would be good. Yeah. Cool. Keeping it on the side as much as possible. Uh, give me a stalk and roll, please. Uh, 90. 90, nice. Plus? Uh, 115. 1.5, lovely. Cool. I mean, you can see here, um, there's not a lot of undergrowth around here. There is down here, so directly before. In fact, she as she, she comes around this corner, she can't, she can't see Tarquin because she, it's obscured by some foliage and some bushes, etc. here. Um, yep. she moves at 50% uh, of her base movement rate I'll take her back to where she was um, how much does she move please sneaking oh, a actually a little bit sorry a little bit less because she paused to have a good listen uh, so her base movement is um, uh, 60 60 okay so I'll take her you know she gets to uh, yeah, call it about there any other, uh, I mean, that's pretty much her, whoops, pretty much her action. Uh, I think we'll leave it there. Yeah, uh, whatever's, whatever she can tuck away from things. Cool. Cool. Um, look, rather than, I mean, obviously you've got to join us back because you're playing, I was going to say other characters, but actually you're playing a multitude of other characters. So please join us back in, in main game chat. Well, yeah, better. she's got weather mastery, so call the breeze, overcast, um, controlled weather, hmm. shields, ice law. Next, next up is Jada. Oh. Any any actions from Jada I should be aware of. Oh right, uh, sorry, not into the chat room. Um, gotcha. Uh, no, I think Jada would be remaining in the little huddle. Um, Probably just keeping an eye on our backs now, just just perceiving if anyone's around. Like okay. sneaking, want people to sneak up on us. Cool. All right. Uh, aware that you guys can't see this, the map, I'll, I'll bring in the map uh, at, at kind of as and as and when needed. Done. Uh, great rough ones. You've made your way up the first, um, the, like the first medium maneuver. There's like a harder climb in front of you. You've just seen Tanya kind of hold one. It's quite a tricky climb. She's held her bow in one hand and she's kind of pulled herself up onto this ledge up here. It's a hard maneuver for you to get up. Do you follow or do you do something else? Um, hmm. Is there enough space up there for both of them? Or there is. Or kind of be in her way? There is. Just enough for the there two is. of you. Yep. Yeah, he'd probably try and make his way up there to see if he could help her out. 
Cool. Give me a hard maneuver, please. Ooh. Hard climb maneuver. We need a video, by the way. 58. 58. 58. What's, yep. what's his climb? Uh, sorry, that's a great question. I will let you know. Chris, um, we don't have video. Plus 50. That's okay. Yep, plus 50. Um, sure. Uh, no, no video because um, I was kind of going to say if, if, if we move the, the, the pieces on the board, I'd, I'll let you know. But at this stage, uh, oops. Oh, we just zoomed into a lot of rocks. <laughs> um, great. Uh, so, Gray, 58 plus 50 means 108. Yeah, 80%. You're nearly there. You, you know, you, you're a, f a few feet off where, where Tanya is standing. Uh, one more round, and unless you make a screw-up with your next maneuver, um, you will, uh, yeah, you, sh you should be able to be up next to her. So you're nearly there. And, um, what would, sorry? What would be a screw-up? Would that be, like, less than 50, or would that be, like, a, f a two? Yeah. So in, in, in this game, uh, here we go. You guys can can see that. Ooh, That's yep. the movement and maneuver table. Routine, easy, light, medium, hard, etc. There are there are different ways to measure this table. Um, sometimes it's an all or nothing role. So sometimes you'll ask me, you, you'll hear me ask, uh, your character has an all or nothing chance of doing such and such, and that comes down to this percentage. 20%, 30%, 40%, etc. If you make that roll, and typically that's like a leap or a jump or it's something whether you either make it or you don't. In Gray's case, he rolled pretty well and he rolled up to uh, 80% here. He rolled 108 in total. So he made 80% of, of that next climb. So he's nearly there. Nearly there. Yeah. Nice. Okay. If, however, you roll a 1% two three four five as always in this game you roll again and you roll down and that mm. could result in this table fall break arm negative 20 uh, plus 20 hits you're uh, out 18 rounds arm useless mm. now that's a roll of a one two three four five modified by his um his climbing maneuver so in this case uh, there are two ways to read the table. One is an all-or-nothing roll. You either make the climb or you don't make the climb. In this case, um, it's not a it's not a kind of a jump or something like that. He is just simply taking his time climbing up, and he got eighty percent. So so long as he doesn't roll a one, two, three, four, five, he should be okay. Sweet. <laughs> cool. Uh, next up is Keros. Mm, it's just Keros. Um, can she... Who's on that ledge there? Sorry, I can't quite tell. Gray is climbing up. Tanya's at the top. She's got her bow and arrow. Can she... Can she hold? Sure. If you don't mind. Yep, sure thing. Thank you. Um, next up, Etienne. 
Harlow is in. Sorry, um, yeah, he may as well start preparing. Cool, done. There's no, no, he's got no resistance uh, weapons, so he'll prepare and then just look around him, checking behind. Cool, give me a perception roll, please. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Could be really good, could be really bad. And um, as a bonus, please. Uh, plus, he's a ship. He's not very perceptive. Plus twenty-one. Twenty-one. The reason he's not very perceptive, by the way, is because Etienne wears like a full helm. It comes down over his face. It's obscured his both eyes, ears, and also some of his breathing. So that's the reason he's not not so good. But he does have almost complete protection of his head. Um, he doesn't see or hear anything through his helm. Uh, next up is... Uh, is Mithan. Mithan, you were saying last time that you and Severin are running together. Shall I hold off your roll until it comes to Severin's turn? Or do you want? To, or is there something you want to do now? No, no, she, she would be waiting. Um, it would be, she would like to... Can she put a perception roll in there too? Depends if you're running or not. Depends how far you're running. Got 120 yep, foot to yep. go. Yep, no, happy to wait to, to the end of her turn. Well, to wait till Seven's turn. Thank cool. you. Done. Right. Uh, Tarquin. Um, Tarquin, I definitely would like uh, you, please, and I know it'll take you a moment or so, and your avatar, Mason, to join me in chat room one, please. Hello, Mason. Hello. 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 I'm nervous. Let's see if Giles joins us. Oh, I hope he joins us. Hasn't joined us yet. Can you message him, please? Yep, yep. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Hooray! Giles, you've you, you've joined <laughs> us. You can hear us. That's marvelous. Um, he did say it's sorry. He did say it's a little bit sketchy. Okay. And, oh. and, okay. Great. So, Giles, ho hopefully you can hear me. Please send through a yes or a no to Mason. Yeah. You can. <laughs> great. Great. Yeah. Okay, great. Fantastic. Great. Okay, so, uh, Giles, can I ask you, please, and it might have to be um, Mason that makes the roll, and I'm going to switch on the camera. Giles, I, f I, I fully appreciate you can't, you may not be able to see the camera, so I'm going to describe it to you. Uh, on, on screen is, is, uh, is Giles, is Tarquin at the top, uh, and then partway down is this guy here at the end of a rope 20 20 foot down uh you are you are on the edge uh of of the cliff um can i please ask for your intention this round please what what does tarquin plan to do this round so i think yeah kill kill the archer kill the archer okay cool great okay before you get on to to do that, uh, can I ask, please, 
that you roll a and no pressure here uh, and it might have to be uh it will have to be mason i suspect that does it but a very important dice roll just a one to 100 dice roll and let's see what comes up and please tell me the result oh just roll you're not gonna tell me why yep no no i'm not gonna tell you why i just want you to roll okay uh um oh no hang on sorry oh my my Discord won't let me pop out the, the pictures, the camera, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. No, so yeah. Bloody, bloody technology. <laughs> D100. 59. 59. Interesting. Very... <laughs> Very interesting. All right. So, um, Tarquin, can I ask you, please, you're, you're, you're peering down. Uh, in fact, I think I've got, if you can see the map, Mason, he I can't. think I, oh, I can. Sorry. Can? Yep. So there's the I, I can. He can't. Yeah, he, he can't. I, I realize that Charles can't. <laughs> but um, so, so you can, Mason. You're looking straight down. There's the guy mm-hmm. at the bottom of the rope. Tarquin, can you please make uh, an attack on this person who's dangling at the bottom of the rope um, approximately 60 or 70 foot below you? Uh, give me a roll. So he's going to use his, sh- I'm sh- his, his, short, his short bow. His short bow? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. That heck, short bow. See, 100... 98. 98. 98. That is a good roll, Tarquin slash Mason. Yeah. Um, that is so good. Can you please roll again? Sure can. Forty-one. That is a very, very, very good roll. Um. <laughs> It's 139. Nice rolling. I hope you're fist punching there, Giles. Um, this guy at the end of the rope doesn't get his defensive bonus. He only gets like half. You know, he's he's hanging there, um, basically in midair. That is such a good roll. Thank you, Mason slash Tarquin. That I need to pick. Uh, I need to pick up my um, my trusty rulebook. And actually see how much damage over and above you would normally do him. Just coming. Woo-hoo. So, 229 minus 150 divided by... Actually, I'm going to resort to this one. That was a good roll. Nice work. Um, just before I do this... No, not just before I do this. Short bow attacking armor type twelve. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. You have absolutely crippled this guy. Uh, twenty eight twenty eight hit points. 
in an E puncture and and not just the E puncture. But a B puncture. An E and a B. You get to roll the E first. You want a very high number. Go for it. Okay. E first. Oh, 25. 25 on the E. Not what you wanted. No. Um, you, you cut them along the side of the hits. Uh, sorry, a, a side, a, a, along his sides. Um, you've definitely injured him even more. He's now got two of your arrows sticking out of him, Tarquin. Uh, and he's bleeding even more. So that's the E critical, the most severe, uh, done. Um, I'd li now like you to roll, please, uh, the B critical, Tarquin. Coming in just a second, so just give me one second to bring it up. One, B. Okay, roll the crit, and you want a high number here. 32. 32. That's disappointing. <laughs> um, you, you hit him again for two hit points. So, not, not a, a, a massively successful roll. However, however... How, however, however. <laughs> um, shooting basically straight down on this guy, your arrow finds him straight into Tarquin, and he screams, drops the, releases his hand on the rope, and plummets 20 foot down and lands very, very dead on the rocks below. Tarquin, that is your very first kill, and that is killed fourth level. Um, that was a, a, a load and fire, uh, which was a just coming. which was a 90% action. And just as you uh, hear that, you have 10% left to act. So fir firstly, I, and I absolutely should, and, and I will, um, congratulate you on some great rolling. Thank you, Mason. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Well done, well done. Oh, that's so good. Yay, me. <laughs> yay, well, yay, you, because yay, it was Tarquin. you. Yay, Tarquin, and you. So hopefully Giles um, is, who can't speak currently, but is at the other end of the phone going, yeah, because he just took down yeah. his first person. Is he? Is he excited? Sure. Yeah, sure is. Excellent. Okay, <laughs> nice shooting. So this guy plummets down, and he is, you can't see the map, Tarquin, but you can, Mason. He is down, and he is very, very dead. That's the first thing that happens. Second thing that happens is not so great. Tarquin, you hear a...
and turning and looking to and i'm gonna unless unless you want to do anything different with your 10 percent action um other than do a perception roll i don't think there's much you can do i'm gonna tell you what you see please giles tell me if you want to do anything more with your 10 percent action he's typing I'm sure he's furiously typing. <laughs> Benny is. <laughs> oh, you see, can he, can he, like, can he kind of tuck himself, tuck himself, like, into, like, a ball or something? Can he tuck himself into a ball? On the ledge? I don't know. Uh... So hit. So standing up oh, from a seated position, anything that kind of means crouching down or doing anything else other than that is more than a 10% action. So I'm going to say, so currently with a 10% action, he can, you're listening, Giles, you can stand up from a seated position. That doesn't apply to you. Uh, oh, no, you could drop to the ground, but you won't see or hear anything that you just heard. Uh, so you, you can drop to the ground for a 10% action. Um, okay, yep. Yeah. He does that? Yes. Okay. All right. And we ignore what we just heard? No, no, no. Sorry. He oh. he heard it. The, the, okay. My question was, did he turn and look to hear what was... Ah, uh, okay. He did... He did definitely hear that. My okay. question was whether he turned and looked. So Tarquin doesn't. He drops to the ground. Um, my The one thing I'm going to ask is a, a roll that I'd like to make from you. Because he's kind of panicked, uh, it's a very simple thing to do. He's just going, ah, and dropping. Mm -hmm. But it's a panic situation. And he is right on, like right on the ledge of a 90-foot drop. In his panic situation, in the rain, is there a problem with him dropping? Does he miss his footing? Does he slip? Could he possibly nah. plummet over the edge? I don't think so. But so long as Tarquin, or rather your avatar, Mason, doesn't roll a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, you should be fine. Oh, God. Please, please roll a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and don't roll that. Oh, a D100? Always. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. I do like this. Oh, my God, a 92. We're fine. He's fine. Tarquin. Yeah. So, Tarquin, your action was... Hang on, I'm going to... Where's the sound effect? Where's the sound effect? Twang. Uh, straight into this guy. You actually hit him straight through the head. Like the arrow comes straight through his head, the top of his head, and out the bottom of his jaw. And he just drops like a stone down the, the extra 20 foot. Killed. Bang. He's out. He's out of the fight. No question about it. He's very, very dead. Then, for a split second, you hear this... And with, with the last... 
10 seconds, oh, sorry, the last 10%, which is one second of your action, Tarquin, you drop to the absolute edge of the cliff and you don't fall off. That Yay. is the end of your turn. Thank you. And now um, we. Giles, sorry, Giles said he wants to sever the, his spot, the, the, the guy's spine, and nice storytelling. <laughs> There you go. Seven the guy's fine. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, cool. That's that's it. We're now heading back to the main group. Thank you very cool. much. Done. No, you develop a skill on him, but it's good because you don't have to develop a skill on him. Yeah. That's cool. We're back. Hello. Hello. That's cool. Yes. You, your turn. What does he do? Um, he is just uh, surveying, being um, just keeping an eye out. So perception, just uh, from behind mainly. Um, okay. Nothing. Yeah, that's a key thing. But just defensive, he'd probably be the rest of the party huddling under the tree. So just crouch down if, if need be. Okay. Um, not not just poke around the open. Cool. Could you? Um... Could you please uh, give me a perception roll? Forty-eight plus uh, forty-eight plus thirty-one. Um. Looking back in this direction, Askel, you, you thought you saw some movements down here, maybe? Like you scanned around and, and you thought you, you couldn't quite catch it this round. Like, it didn't quite make sense. You didn't quite see it clearly. But you, you could have sworn you saw some movements down on the clifftop. Next round, you can have another look. Any, anything else I should be aware of? Uh, no. Life. Um, he is he is in his second round of preparation. Oh. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Severin. So Severin, uh, Mithan and, and you were waiting. Uh, yeah. What? What? Well, sorry, Mithan was waiting for you. What? What does Severin do? So proceeds with Mithan, retracing our um, as long as Mithan's mm. happy to do so, to retrace our steps exactly. Yes. So. Actually, on that, I, I would, again, I'm sorry, it's now getting down to crunch time. Can you guys join me in chat room one, please? Excellent. So, guys, um, uh, Mithan and Severin, you're planning to run back the way you came. Uh, it's 120 foot away. Can I please... Now, you were just here, like, uh, probably 15 to 20 minutes ago. However, you guys were back a little bit... Some of you were back a little bit in the party. And I'd like a... Um, I'd like a routine memory check. So this is a plus 30 to the roll. You have to top 50 to succeed. A plus 30 to the roll to remember uh, where, where you stand. 
uh, where, where, you know, exactly where you stood on the way back. Uh, as I say, it's plus 50, and you need to make above 50 or better. Uh, Severin, can you make the roll first, please? Sure. Are there any, not any tracks? No, it's pouring with rain. You can't see. Meryl. 51. One. Cool. Cool. And what's his memory bonus, please? Plus six. Plus six. Lovely. Very good. And Mithon? Don't forget it's plus 30. Mithon would, Mithon would be following, following Severin. Yep. <laughs> Discretion being the better part of valor, Mithon. Absolutely. Wow, man. Oh, I want that for an attack. 98. 98. Remember, it could be really good, it could be really bad. Oh, is it, oh, is it mass? It's, oh, it's always mass. It's a memory roll. Yep. Uh, what's what's her what's her bonus, please? Plus one. Plus one. Cool. Okay. Um, great. So, what what speed are you uh, are you travelling? I think we said we were jogging. So one and a half times. So can you guys tell me? Um, please do your calculations and tell me what kind of distance is that for you both? Ninety-five foot. Uh. 87. 87, thank you. But Nathan will be sticking with him. She wouldn't want to get ahead. Understood. Uh, let's hopefully see the map. Where did those characters go? It's coming. There they go. Oh, goodness me, don't do that. No. And see how it's highlighted the object next to the, the two characters that I'm after? That's really annoying. Trying to highlight Mithun. And it ain't working. Why isn't that working? Hang on, let's see if I can do this. Sorry. Yeah, sorry guys, technical difficulties. There's Severin, that's great. Goodness sake. Ah. <laughs> ah. Copy. Can I do that? No, I just want to copy and paste. Okay. So um, that is exceptionally irritating and sometimes can I, happens. Can I make a suggestion? Just check. So you know how sometimes if you wanted to select different items, you hold down control, yep. you know? Yep, yeah. I do. So could you... Done that. Yeah, could you do that? Yeah. Once it's pre-selected, did you select us as well, and then you unselect the tree? I don't no. know. Done. Done, Pete. Uh, actually, it works better from... There you go. It does work better from upside down. Nice. Cool. Great. Nice. So, uh, uh, who was the slowest of the two? 87, I think? Yeah. Sixty, and then another twenty foot on is kind of kind of there. Okay, great. It's a good tip, actually, for myself. That actually, top down works quite well. Um, both of you, uh, you're nearly at the kind of the enclosure. Both of you are, are uh, pretty sure that you've chosen the route well. Neither of you goes, hey, Severin, you should step there, or Mithun, you should step there. You're fine. You kind of trot along. And fantastically, it seems like you chose the right route because nothing horrible happens to you. You're, you're there. 
And um, can I just ask a question about what mm. we see? Yep. Um, am I right in thinking there's a trap sort of in front of us by the entrance to the thing that Tanya stepped in? Uh, over here. Oh, I thought there was one by the entrance. No. You never made it to the entrance. It's one that's definitely there. Okay, I think we better slow up then. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's one for next round. Cool. There yeah. you go. Next round. Excellent. Turn you back in the main church, guys. Yeah, back. Now, now we're back. Uh, next up is um, Nicholas. Uh, he was um, yeah. Um, he was uh, head twisting in his position. He's waiting just to attack with it. That's right. He was slightly bit further beyond the group. I believe in the map I saw he was quite a He wasn't in the right place on the map. Sorry, Peter. I'm I'm missing a bit of what you're saying. Can you say that again, please? Oh, sorry. I just noticed on the map before that I think, and it might have been the the angle we we're at when we positioned him last time but he is not on the map where he should be I, I think yeah no he's there and he's trying to that's him there and he is yeah but... accessing the whispling with the intention of the whispling popping over the the top of this rise here to attack someone here <clears throat> yeah so long as he's completely out of sight from he is the... he is 100 yeah. percent out of sight definitely Cool. Um, yeah, so, uh, just a perception whilst he's waiting, please. Yeah, sure. Yeah, give me wrong. Um, particularly looking for shimmery, um, invisible people. Sure. That's a 40. Uh, bonus of... 39. No, doesn't see anything. It's pouring with rain. No, he doesn't see anything. Cool. cool. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tanya. You're up on the rock, you've crouched down, your targets are in front of you, what are you doing? Um, I, I'm going to hang on for Grey. Okay. I'm going to remain in position. Yes. I'm going to perceive, um, I can't obviously see over the top because I'm ducked down. Yes. But I will wait for Grey to come up beside me and then whisper, you know, and coordinate with him so we both stand up and fire at the same time. Done. Um, uh, given I'm not doing much else at the moment, can she perceive um, in another direction? Sure. Uh, I guess in the direction that uh, uh, she's higher up than the party. Yes. Can she look across to her right? Would probably be the easiest if she's crouched down. Just um, <clears throat> yeah, just uh, perceive the, uh, what she can see up there in case there's anything. Uh, in this direction? Yeah, and, and slightly to the uh, further, you know, over there. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, over in that direction, yeah. a right angle. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Give me a roll, please. 49 plus um, 81. Rain, trees, wet, smell of damp earth, smell of salt, nothing else. Okay. okay. And I've got an arrow on my string, right? Ab absolutely, you're ready to fire. Yep, cool. Uh, that is the end of the round. Um, the GM is going to head to the loo. Back in a sec.
GM off to his own private chat room. Right, <laughs> 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 oh. Uh, so, Alex, yeah. have you ever thought, like, when Chris goes off to the toilet, you could run in and, like, give everyone, like, 100 XP and he doesn't know it or something? <laughs> yeah. I have yeah, still. Nicholas, is that you at the top of the screen there? In yeah. The the undergrowth. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I didn't, I think he wasn't there last I time I, he only wanted to be, a, he wanted to be 100 foot from the people on the ledge, from the furthest people on the ledge. And he was back, or back towards the group was the plan. Mm. Thinking of where he was. That's interesting though, because you know, could we climb from there to the ledge? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Mm. That's what I was saying before. It yeah. looks like Tanya could just walk all the way down, but yeah. I bet that's going to be more treacherous terrain. Mm. Oh, find out. <coughs> So I think there's a trap in front of that uh, lean-to. Yeah. Well, the reason I said, in fact, I'm sure there is, because Chris actually gave me a, a map of them, and there was one there. <laughs> so like, <laughs> <coughs> I assumed that that was one she'd stepped in. So. Well, we'll just—it it is an obvious place for a trap. So yeah. Hi guys, uh, GM's back. Just realised, sorry to my embarrassment, we didn't hear from Demos last time. Demos, what was your action last round? I'm sorry, I must have missed you. It is so fine. I'm still hyped on Tarquin's skill. <laughs> <laughs> um, Demos will... I think... I think he'll just... Oh, he'll do a perception... A full perception, and then I guess just kind of wait for more guidance. Okay, give me a roll, please. Oh, um, yep. Sixty-five. Okay, and there's bonus. I think it's fifty. Yeah, plus 50. No, maybe, maybe some movement further down the cliffs in kind of this direction, maybe, but yeah, hard to say. He doesn't see anything much. Okay. All right. So, it is into next round. Um, hmm. Ha! How'd I handle this? Um, Tarquin and Mason, I'm going to uh, put a note into Tarquin, firstly Tarquin's channel, and then Mason, your channel of what Tarquin sees. Um, Just coming. This is not your turn. This is just someone else's turn. And this is what you... You see as a... Result. Of someone else's turn.
coming, coming, coming. Okay. Tarquin, it's coming in. The information that I'm sharing is coming into your channel now. Um, Mason, for your benefit, who's kindly playing Tarquin, uh, the information is coming into your channel now too. All right. Excellent. Uh, next up is the ethanol. Uh, again, the ethanol. Can you join me in chat room, please? You're um, you're pretty quick on the old uh, the, the old draw, Graham. I bolted. You did. You did. You did. Didn't need reminding. Um. Well, um, she'd like to, um, keeping an eye on what she thinks she may have heard or not, um, she would like to continue creeping up to uh, Tarquin. Okay. And take some cover under that tree, I think. The, this kind of bush, <laughs> bush here, yeah? Yeah. Could she creep up to there and then how close would she be to Tarquin there? Well, she doesn't know where Tarquin is. You, you're... You, oh, did... as you can see on the map, um, oh, okay. but she, uh, but there is a lot from your character's perspective. There is a lot of foliage in the way, and she there's bush and scrub and stuff at the edge here. So she doesn't she doesn't know where her companion is. She can't see him. Oh, I saw. I was just behind him. Right. Okay. Yeah, um... but, but there's that that that's like I mean oh. it's not to scale. Yeah. That's a, that's a, a large okay. amount of scrub and bush in the way. All right. She'll, she'll um, creep, uh, stalk up to that, under that scrub. Uh-huh. And I guess continued up that way, look for Tarquin. Yep. And if she sees Tarquin and she's able to communicate with him softly, she will do so or she'll keep going until she can. Oh, do you go this way or do you go this way? Or do you go in the middle? Uh, I guess round to the top. The option one. I mean, she wants to get to cover. So whatever, would it be better to go? How can that thicket? I mean, that isn't where the noise was coming from, was it? No, the noise. What she heard was definitely further down. Um, down this direction. Definitely. Uh, quite some way away. All right. Well, I mean, she'd like to just get into some cover. Uh, is that too difficult to go through the middle? Uh, no. No, it's not. All right. Well, she'll go through the middle then. Okay. Uh, give me a stock maneuver, please. Like it's got more cover. Uh, five. Five. Remember, it's, thank goodness it's masked. Uh, and her bonus is... Uh, for stalking, 115. Oh, all right. Um, cool. All right. Uh, the distance... It's about 30 foot. So she moves, and that's her maximum. So she moves... Whoops. Oh, we're not going to do this again, are we? 
There we go. So she moves to... Oh dear, that's annoying. I'm not, I'm not going to move the token because I'm clearly having issues with it. But she moves to about there, in the middle of the thicket. And she peers out from some bushes, some 15, maybe 30 foot away. And she sees Tarquin at the very, very edge of the cliff. Uh, he's, he's lying down. He's got a bow in his hand. Um, that's pretty much all her action this round. Okay, so she couldn't make a noise or anything? Uh, you're discretionally three words. Well, I think she'd just give a low whistle, judging okay. the distance. Okay, cool. On Tarquin's turn, we'll come to that and see how he reacts. Okay. Cool, thank you. Back into the main, main chat. Magic-y type stuff, they'd have... It'd be like a basic type something. I don't have to text. You've got resistancy ones though, right? Okay. Yeah. Right at, at this moment, all of you here... Two blasts on a horn. Um, it's coming from quite some way away from all of you uh, Nicholas you would you would judge that it's coming from the the, the cave at the base of the cliffs uh, fair to say um, you've all got a rough idea of the approximate location of where this uh, cave is some of you have seen it some of you haven't or Nicholas has seen it um, but you all hear some distance off Next up is Jada. Actions from Jada. Sorry. Fingers. Uh, so she she would have heard that noise just now. Everybody does. Is that in this? Everybody. Okay. Does. Cool. Excuse you. Um. I don't think she needs to do anything as such bar just keep uh, just a general perception and around yeah, she, do, she doesn't need to prepare magic no. okay yeah I think that's just her yeah she's just more more heightened to like oh what's that okay uh, give me a perception roll uh, and, and sorry where, where's she looking or what's she kind of trying to perceive or hear or is she is she focused uh, on the area I guess Oh, how would we describe it? I, I guess behind and like a sweeping, like so. I guess a one eighty. Okay. To so, so kind of down right, you know, down here-ish, and down here particularly. Yep. Cool. Give me a roll. Uh, forty-six. Cool. And her bonus. Oh no. Plus 55. Uh, no. Doesn't doesn't see or gain any more information. Okay. 
Uh, Etienne. Continues to prepare and uh, does a perception roll. Cool. Give me a roll, please. Thirty-eight plus twenty-one. No, nothing. I'm afraid for it. In. Uh, great. You're nearly there, up the, up the cliff. Yep. Give me a roll. Two. Roll on its way. Um. Thirty-four. 34, cool. Uh, plus what's 50. This? Plus 50, excellent. Uh, yeah, success. So, Gray, you, you scramble up. I'm not, I'm not going to move your, your uh, token, but Gray, you're Oops. here. You move up alongside Tanya. You know, the, 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 um, you know the, the footing is quite precarious, but you're, you're here alongside Tanya, and you now have next round at least, a good field of fire uh, to shoot from. You're now up. Cool. Does he need to take time getting his... Because his, I imagine he would have, like... I'm not sure where he would have put it while he was climbing up his bow. Does he need to take time to get it out and get it ready? Uh, I'm assuming it would be the time he would need to load it, yes. Yeah, cool. Which is, for a light crossbow, he can fire at after one and a half rounds of preparation or he can make a snapshot at 1.2 rounds of preparation with a negative 30 to roll cool okay um next okay uh so after after hearing that horn uh tanya and gray you can see that one of the guys here um spins around well actually maybe you can't saying appearing over the edge um, puts uh, sp he spins around hearing the horn and indigestion <laughs> and with a, um, a a word you can't hear it uh, he and his companions start moving down the rock face slowly i mean they're, they're it's wet and it's treacherous there are three of them i'm not going to move each one but uh this guy is also moving back and the guy that was slight oops was slightly further down that they are definitely being cautious taking their time and they're looking around um but they're beginning to move down This is something that Tanya and Gray are aware of. No one else is aware of. I'm going to say, please don't act on this information. It's kind of impossible for you guys not to act on this information because it's called metagaming, but, you know, kind of, what are you going to do? Um, next up. Uh, okay. Next up, nothing. Uh, Leif. You've heard these two blasts on a horn. Two different... Uh, blast on a horn. One definitely, the most recent one definitely came from here. The other one came from, you know, down this way somewhere. What do you do, Leif? Um, he's going to continue to prepare. Done. Okay, Keros. 
Um, can she do... Well, she's not going to use her power points. Can she do a perception, please? Yeah, sure. Give me a roll. Uh, 32. 32, sure. Uh, kind of, where's she looking or what's she, what she checking out? Uh, just, she'd be, she's not moving. She'll be, just be in her vicinity, just moving her head. Okay, okay but is she looking in a particular direction is my question. Uh, straight ahead. Straight ahead, cool. Um, okay. And, and, oh, her, yep. and her bonus? Um, yeah, sorry. perception is plus 48 okay no she all she sees directly ahead is um quite attractive bottom of gray disappearing up over the lip and um of this kind of rocky uh outcrop that he and tanya have just climbed up that's it that's nice oh cool. you've heard these two blasts on a horn Two different, two very different directions, two very different horns. Uh, so he obviously, I'm quite sure if he did see something last time, so he would be a little bit more rechecking. Now he's heard those horn yeah. blasts. Yeah. Just looking for any uh, uh, movement. Um, not usually just just from where he saw, them, saw thought he saw something. Uh, but just in another sort of like 180 arc as well. Yeah, give me a roll, please. Forty-four, and he wants plus thirty-one. Uh, roll he again. Plus thirty-one. Roll again, please. Thirty-six. And his bonuses plus thirty-one. Oh, Eskil, you do see something. You see two things, two pieces of information. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. Um, it's up to you what you do with this information, but I'm not gonna keep chopping and changing. Uh, a couple of things. So, firstly, first piece of information you you glean is the following. Looking down the, the way you saw, and he's half-elf, so he's got reasonable vision, he makes out uh, what he thinks could be Tarquin, who was lying down on the edge of the cliff. And um, down here, just down here, almost a hundred foot or so away from Tarquin, he sees two, two figures with bows out and pointing their bows uh, down the, your direction. That's the first piece of information he gathers. Second piece of information he gathers, I'm going to pop into your chat. Um, coming in a second. see what I'm sharing on screen. No, I'm fine. Good. 
coming, just coming, uh, Eskel. coming um Okay, uh, Eskel coming into your chat now. Um, so you saw those two figures, and then you've got this additional information. Uh, Eskel, you didn't say whether it was a 10% or a 30%. I assumed it was 30%. You've got 70% action left this round. What do you do for the remaining 70% of your action this round? There, Eskel. So I'm doing the uh, talking to myself thing. Um, uh, yeah, so Eskel would uh, to the to people around him uh, just point uh, Tarquin's in danger. Uh, there's Bowman, and then. Just sort of just go, sh shit, I think I just saw some giant, absolutely giant spider-like thing disappear in, um, towards the caves. We need to, we need to warn, um, the others. Okay. Cool. Uh, and, and just obviously look with a bit of urgency, you know, you'd probably stand up. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, very good. Uh, Mithan, you're going to hang back till Severin, I'm guessing. I'm going to hold your turn. Tell me otherwise. No, that's correct. Cool. Uh, Tarquin, can you and Mason please join me in Trap 1? Again, almost impossible to say, please ignore everything you've just heard, but please ignore everything you've just heard. Join me in chat room one, please. Uh, hello, Tarquin, and hopefully Mason very soon. Hello. We do have Mason? Hello. Excellent. Oh, I can't hear you, Mason. Oh, hello? Hello, yep, can hear you now. Yeah, sorry, I was, I was really deep typing the oh. Uh, oh, you're a little bit faint, faint there. Maybe move your, your mic a little bit closer to your mouth, please. I'm just missing kind of every second or third word. How's that? Perfect, loud and clear. 
Yes! <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Tarquin, you've um, jumped uh, to the ground last last round, uh, as, as described. Um, you uh, looked up and you felt, um, or no, you saw, like an arrow come flying over your head and smash on the rocks uh, just, just to your right. Um, what do you do? Did, did we see which direction it came from? Yeah, for sure. It went okay. from, you can see hopefully on the screen, it came from here, so in the direction of the cave, that direction, and it smashed on the rocks here, whoops, here. Yep. Okay. I'm what? just gonna... I, on, yeah, I'm take just, your time, take your time. I, I took a video of that and I'm gonna send it to Giles. He may not get the video because it may take a while to get through to him. That's true. I'll see if this works. And if it doesn't, then I will... Video won't work. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, so, Tarquin, Giles, Mason, what what do you do? Okay, hang on. Sorry. Wait, me. So, we saw where the arrow came from. Oh. Um, sorry, one last piece of information. Um, yes. you, you hear a psst from behind you. Oh. oh wait like a like yeah. a like a yeah. someone Ooh. Yep. Ooh. and uh at this stage i'm going to ask graham to join the group okay does he mean that uh, or does he mean on the cliff i wonder graham can you join chat room one please he's quick off there of the map hello Hello. Um, so, Tarquin, you hear a psst from behind you, and uh, peering into the bushes just up here, about 30 foot away from you, is uh, Neathanol. Neathanol, you've acted this round, but you've alerted Tarquin to his presence. I'm going to say, Tarquin, you've heard that. Um, Tarquin, what do you do? So, Neathanol is well and truly out of sight, out of vision, and, um, you know, she's kind of here. Uh, Tarquin, what are you doing? Can we see... Oh, Chris, the, the, the map's not up. Oh, it's not on? I thought it was. Oh, oh sorry. No, it's not. Beg my pardon? <laughs> there we go. I, I, oh, of course, because I came in to get Graham and then I came out again. Yes. So, <laughs> so Tarquin, you're here. Uh, Tarquin, you've heard a psst from behind you. And just up at the very edge of that green kind of splodge, those bushes up there, you see Neathanol's face peering out. Um, how yeah, uh, how 30, far away is, is, she, is she? 30 foot away. 30 foot, okay. Mm -hmm. Dallas is typing. <laughs> <laughs> the anticipation. Okay. One knock. We... One knock for yes. Yes. <laughs> Can we snap cast teleport to her, please? Sure. Yeah. Uh, make a roll. Uh, don't 
uh, Snapcast is teleport a. I'll um. I wonder if I can. Is it the U, U type? Yeah, it's whether or not it's an instantaneous spell or whether or not it's a. Um, actually, and Mason, I'll, I'll answer this more quickly than you, so I'll, I'll check it out for you. Um, basically, it means whether or not you get a negative thirty to this roll because he's snapcasting. Uh, let, let me just check and see. I'll, I'll, as I say, I can check check it faster than you can. Uh, Tarkman spells level seven. This is quite an interesting way to play with Giles listening in and you uh, you describing what he does. Um, teleportation. I. How oh, far away am I? Thirty feet. Thirty foot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can walk there. <laughs> yep. Uh, so leaving, leaving is. I'm assuming he's. That's the spell he's talking about. It's a fifth level spell. Cast a teleport up to a point of 100 foot away, but there can be no intervening barriers in a direct line between targets and point. Um, so, yes, that is the spell. It is not an instantaneous spell. So, uh, I would like you, please, Tarquin or Tarquin's avatar, to roll the <laughs> die. And um, Tarquin gets plus seven to this roll but it's negative 30 because he has not prepared it. Give me a roll and hope for the best. Just do it. Okay. <laughs> go for it. Uh, I didn't see we go. I can't. I didn't hear what you said, Mason. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just, I'm pulling back up the Discord. One, okay. one. Ah, oh, one Fifty-five. Five, five. Negative yep. 30. Plus seven is a 32. Ooh. You, Tarquin, are very, very lucky. And the spell goes off. Yeah. Uh, Mithan, uh, sorry, Mithan. Um, Neathanol, you are lurking in the undergrowth, like right here. And suddenly, like a, a second or two later, uh, Tarquin arrives beside you. Tarquin, that was a 75% action. I'm going to ask for a 10% action for you to kind of clear your head. Basically, a, a, an orientation roll to kind of figure out what's going on where. Give me a roll, please. Based on your perception. Uh, non masked. 71. 71. Uh, plus, I think, a 90 or 94% perception. Um, it was a 10 percent action yeah Tarquin that was successful so you teleport you move from here I wonder if the thing will let me move you maybe it will no it won't let me drop you Tarquin you move up into the bushes so you're lurking now in the bushes um, with Neathanol here crouching down like suddenly Neathanol this guy arrives beside you this newfound friend that you've you've met like three days ago has just arrived beside you. Tarquin, you shake your head like, oh, oh, what's going on? But you, you snap out of it and you have 15% left to act. 15% means, um, yeah, what, 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 do you, what do you do in that remaining 15% of your time? Um, he would tell Nathanol what's been happening. 
Which is what? So we've killed, so we've killed an archer that was dangling on a rope down below where we were, just lying. And there was another arrow that came flying over our head before and it landed around there and it came from that direction. Direction. Came from that. It came. It, it came from that direction, and it hit the rock above Tarquin's head, about uh, here. So it came from this direction. And it was also some weird, creepy, jostling kind of noise that we heard, but we didn't see what it was. Cool. And there we go. That's the end of both. Tarquin's turn and the Ethanol's turn. Uh, chat room one, please, guys. Uh, Severin. Can... Yeah. So, uh, so, again, this is getting complicated, but never mind. Um, I, I, do I, my box. I'm sorry? Back in my box. You and Mithan. Um, yeah, yes, because... No, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, because um, I was trying to contain information that only you guys knew, and um, you're playing other characters. So your characters are here. Uh, what, what do you do? Mithan and Severin. And it's going to sort of... Matt. Oh, sorry. Thank you, Pete. Did I go too quick? There you go. So, oh. other characters oh. don't don't know this, please. Um, but you guys are standing, you know, there. So, are we not going into chat room one? No, I, I, I just to slow... It's going to slow down the game too much. We'll, right. we'll keep you guys right. here. Yep. All right. Uh, well, so, it is Severin's go, is that right? Well, it's Mithan and Severin, are, they're walking, right. running at the same time. So describe, I guess, what they both both do. I'm happy for you guys to kind of describe together. Well, I think we've established that we're in a... This, have we passed by this area? But No, we must have. Right. We just haven't gone into the, the lean-to thing yet. Correct. So I think we continue at our fast pace on the ground we know is clear. And then from there, we check really carefully for traps. Okay, so you move to here, up until there. Um, you're pretty confident that the ground is clear. Uh, who's checking for traps, please? Well, I think we both oh would. I don't have a skill, so it'd be half perception. Um, I guess... Um, oh, from where we are, can we see out onto the ledge? Uh, you can see kind of out... Out, out this way a little bit, yeah. Uh, out here, a little bit. Okay. Um, well, I guess we'd um, probably use what we've got our, our bows, I guess, just to sort of test the ground in front of us to to help search. Cool. All right. And then sort of edge forward and and get ready. Therefore, before we sort of turn, we have a rough idea where we're going. Obviously, um, before we sort of turn the corner on the path, we'll have arrows notched. Would that be right, Pete? Sounds good to me. Cool. So two perception rolls for you both, please. So 48 for Mithan. Uh, 100 for Severin. 
Okay, we'll do four, 48 uh, for Mithan. Um, bonus, please. Um, her full bonus is 83, but that's just perception. So, 41. Yep. Okay. Uh, cool. And um, seven? 100. 100, sorry, you said. Uh, bonus, well, please. Um, half. His bonus, his perception uh, is, is 72, so half that is um, 36. Cool. And in terms of what you're trying... Yeah, okay. So, um, Severin, as far as you're concerned, this area is just fine. It's fine. Um, there's some kind of gnawed bones where you're assuming the dogs have been tethered up. Um, there's a couple of broken bottles, as mentioned. There's the remains of an old fire. But, God, there's no threat here. Come on, Mithan. Come on. Come on. What are you, what are you talking about? And... Severin's, you know, he's got his bow on his string. He's about to head forward. It's like, come on, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. He heard the horns before. Something's happening. Let's go. And Mifan just goes, stop. No. And Mifan, you are looking not immediately around inside this kind of little crevice, but rather... And the role that you did uh, extends kind of this whole area, but rather out onto um, the ledge. And I wonder if I've got an image to sh show it. Let's see if I do. Uh, yeah, I do. No, not there. Yeah, here. So coming out here, Mathan. Hope you can see the screen. You can see the image on the screen. Yes. It's a very, very, very thin piece of wire that is attached to this end of that opening and that end of that opening. Really hard to see. Really hard to see. And in this rain, it's particularly hard. And it goes across that entryway. It shouldn't be there, according to Mithun. Severin, you were about to charge out. You couldn't see a thing. Mithun, you spot it. That was a 30% action for you both. Mithun, with the remaining... Well, you both, with the remaining 70% of your action, what do you do? I can't quite make out where we're merging from. Sorry. Okay. So... Here's the here's the trees or the the, the covering. Yep. 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 On this map, because it was a really irritating map for me to work with as a GM, there is not an opening. It doesn't appear that there is an opening here, but there is right here. There is an opening. So your little tunnel through the yeah, rock. Yes, your characters have come in here, and there is a little tunnel through the rock, an opening about here, and it's depicted in that image there. Does that make sense? Oh, I see. So that under under those logs there, that's all open. Got you. Okay. Correct. Correct. And and the th oh, I can't see the thread, but um, I ask. Um, well, Mithun stops you and says, "Don't move." Okay, I don't move. So, yeah, she would point out that she would point out the 
the wire to Seppelin and she, her two options are three options. We either don't go out there, we set it off, or is there is it would it be feasible for us to? I don't think it would be. Our plan is to duck out of that ledge, take shots, and then duck back in. I think that the wire's right in the way of doing that. We wouldn't be able to sort of step over it as we were ducking in and out. You can Correct? always try. But that would that would be what sort of manoeuvre would that be? Hard. And it will be doing that each time we want to take a shot. So her opinion is if we should either set it, set it off or we don't do our missile fire from here. Uh, we, we can't do any missile fire from here, can we? Sorry, the, we wouldn't be able to do the shooting we were supposed to do oh, I see. Um, by going out onto the ledge cause, because we want to be able to duck, duck back in yes. out of... Out of them retaliating and the wires right in the way so can you work out what it is yeah yep can we have a we, a perception to see what we think that will trigger uh i'm going to say that discussion between seven and Mithun took up the rest of the round um you'd need to make another roll to kind of figure out what happens to that uh cable next round yeah Demos, you're next. Hello, Demos. Um, sorry, um, I think he'll do just another, yeah, another perception. Give me a roll. Give me a roll. Oops. 53. What's his bonus? Uh, 50. Yeah. Uh, so, so the following, the following demos. Coming, I'm going to copy and paste and I'm going to put it into your, um, chat. Uh, coming into your chat. Uh, coming, 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 uh, coming, almost coming, and with you now, Mason. Has, has he got enough action to tell the party? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that cost him 30%. 30, 30%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he would tell the party that he's just... I've just seen a man spider thing running up the rock face from the direction of the cave and it's just disappeared. It's fucking tall. Someone kill it. Someone find the bug spray. <laughs> okay. So that all comes through. Yeah. Cool. Anything... Cool. Uh, that would have taken, I'm going to say, half half his action. He's got 50% left to act. Anything else from Demos? Um, he will. No, he'll he'll. I guess he'll like you know have his 
throw his spear and his shield up, and if anything comes at him, he'll defend himself cool. and those around. Nicholas, you're next. Um, Nicholas is uh, holding his action. Um, yeah, he's expecting at some point to be attacking the people on the path once he sort of gets the cue from Tanya. Cool. So uh, watching Tanya's direction. Speaking of Tanya, Tanya, you've just heard these horns blow. You've like peered, uh, uh, you know, I'm generously, magnanimously, you know, because I'm such a good looking, charming, amazing, and incredibly modest GM that I am, and I am incredibly modest. Um, I'm going to say that your your character has like peaked over the very edge and miraculously not been spotted. You have seen, uh, based on the firstly the first horn blast, and then on the second horn blast that this person here made, that these these three people are rapidly but cautiously, if that makes sense. They're moving as quickly as they can in the treacherous and wet conditions that they can. Um, down the cliff face. Uh, this guy here, this person here, will probably be gone in one or maybe two more rounds. Depending on how these guys go, there might be another one or two more rounds below them, uh, sorry, past them, and then they'll uh, duck out of your field of vision. What do you do? Attack. Okay, cool. You have three targets. Um, there was one that was... Uh, Further back, um, I'll show you the targets actually up on screen. They don't look like that. That's a cliff face. Um, one, the the person at the back is closest to you. Is this person here? So they're definitely closest to you. Uh, the next one along, the one that blew the horn, is this one here. And um, then the uh, um, the, the other one that's kind of moving alongside the hornblower is this person here. Who do you? Uh, who is your target? So the, given that one's about to disappear, um, um, I think I'll go for the nearest one. Will I get a range bonus by going for that one? You will not. You will get uh, from, as I understand it, yeah, neither a, a bonus nor a negative. Give me a roll, please. I will give you surprise. 93. That's a good roll. Um, and Bo, she's gonna, she's using a plus 10 uh, non-magic arrow. Okay. So with the bow and arrow added, that's a plus 116. Cool. Um, unfortunately, this person has now turned around based on the horn blasts, so you don't get a back attack, but you do get surprise. Uh... That is a, and, and they have effectively no DB, minimal DB, because it's a wet and slippery path. They can't kind of dodge and weave. That's a, that's that. Tanya is a very, very, very. Good bow shot. Um, in fact, so good, it does overkill. Divided by 17. Just coming up. Just coming, 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 coming. It's a longbow, correct? Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
a massive, a colossal, a huge 32 hits and an E puncture and a B puncture. Roll the E, please. Fourteen. One, four. Uh, three hits. Kind of glancing shot. Just great. Just graze them with that. Um, you also get a B puncture coming up. Uh, just one second. Uh. Just coming. Please hold, please hold, please hold. Oops. And roll the crit. 28. Bugger! Um, glancing shot. An another two hits. So, it basically just grazes this person. They, they, they scream in pain and surprise, alarm. Uh, you've, you've, you've whacked them hard. Uh, but, um, yeah, but that's it. Uh, next opportunity, opportunity action, I believe, was Nicholas. Yes, please. Uh, he'll have the whistling attack, the second one in line from behind. So the Sorry, Chris, just to say I would duck back down. Okay, yes. Uh, so there were, th there were three people that I indicated. Um, the first person who's about to disappear soonish is that person that Neathanals just shot. Um, the second person that blew the horn is this guy here. Uh, there is a third person on the ledge uh, that looks like that, who's slightly behind the horn blower, this guy here. Who's your target, please? That guy there. That guy there, the horn blower? Mm hmm. Cool. Uh, Lovely. Uh, Nicholas attacking that guy there. Give me a roll, please. Woo! A four. Four? Uh, yes. I think this thing can fumble. Yeah, I think we decided it was the same as Unarmed. Yep. Cool. Be safe, uh, what was the attack? It was a grapple, correct? Correct. I think that is a fumble, Pete, but let's find out. Coming, coming, coming. Oh, you're lucky. It's just a one or a two. Um, four. Uh, that. I'm going to give him a, a bit of DB, but a lot of DB. Um,. Yep, that, 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 Pete, is an ineffectual attack. The whispering misses. Ooh. Uh, next up, that is the end of the round. It's on. Rolling initiative. First person to act. Uh... Is the ethanol? I'm not going. To, I'm not going to go into taking you into chat rooms. Um, the stage. The uh, ethanol. What do you do? Please. So, our intention. I mean, obviously, 
I know more now than the ethanol. But her intention was to suggest to get back to the party, just since she's heard something significant and sinister. So she will say to um, Tarkin, something's coming, I don't like it, let's get back, join forces of the party now. Okay. And again, this is a skill, being a role player to not mess a game. You as the player knows more than your character, so you try to, as best you possibly can, act as your character does. So, yeah, it's hard. Um, so she says that, call that a 20% action or so. She's got 80% left to act. What does she do with the remaining 80%? She's going to retrace her stats. Cool. Uh, what speed? Uh, I think a jog. Jog? Give me a roll, please. Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. Not a failure, not not, not a great result. Uh, she she kind of makes it to about here. Okay. Um, Gray. Uh, Gray, you've just... You've just clambered up. Just as you clambered up onto the rocks, um, there was a blast. Uh, two blasts. Firstly, behind you from kind of this direction down here and then from your foes up here uh, from two horns you then stood, saw Neathanol, uh, sorry, Tanya stand up and take a shot and then back down again uh, you've got an unloaded crossbow with you, what do you do? Uh, it's unloaded so he's gonna just, he's gonna have to load it Okay, he starts loading sure thing. So you haven't just uh, uh, to, to be aware with a an unloaded crossbow it's a light crossbow, so to um, reload a light crossbow is 170% action, so that's one round 70%. Mm -hmm. Or you can snap fire a light crossbow at 120%. So I guess you need to tell me, are you aiming to fire partway through next round, or do you want to wait another two rounds? Uh, he's aiming to fire partway through next round. So that will be at a negative 30 to a shot. Yep. Okay, done. Uh, Lake, you've just heard this breakdown. Again, I'm just encouraging you to work on the information you have. What do you do? Um, he is going, um, he's seen Tanya stand up and take a shot. Yes. He will, he will cast his Phantasm. Yes. Um, yeah, so he's prepared three rounds, I think. You're off. Fifty-one. Fifty-one with three rounds preparation, the spell goes off. What happens? So, so um, his intention was to create a phantasm of. Someone who looks a bit like the ethanol, sort of sculpted person with a bow, crouching somewhere on the rocks in front of Tanya. Like, again, like they're trying to hide a bit, but have not done a very good job of it. So, so she's based, uh, not sorry on the rocks towards the yep. path. Yeah. Got it. So in a tenable position, so not somewhere like ridiculous that they couldn't possibly get. Just wanted to make it. He wanted to make it believable, but he's wanting them to be the one to take the, to, to take any return bow fire. Was was his plan? 
Understood. Yep. So I try and, and they'll have a bow as well, so they'll be reloading their bow or looking, you know. Got it. So I was trying to show it the arrow, but kind of around here and got that description. Done. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, I'm sort of as far as far in front of Tanya as is plausible, because he doesn't want the return fire to hit her. Okay. But. It's a pretty crap space up there with her and Grey, so there isn't a lot of room, but yeah, understood. Um, yeah, cool. That was a 75% action. What do you do with the remaining 25? Um, he will take out his next section. Cool. Give it up. Where's he looking? What's he doing? Um, he is wanting to look down towards the cliffs. That's, you know, he's heard Demos and he's heard Oscar talk about stuff and sounds like a nasty monster. But he wanted to look down that way. He'll also want to look out to see with a quick glance if he possibly can. Okay, give me a roll, please. No, it won't take a roll. Hey, 45. Cool, and his bonus? Is 51. Doesn't gain any, any more information, I'm afraid. Cool. All right, thank you. Uh. Alrighty. Cheddar. The group of the party, they're just holding their, um... Should do the same. There's not much point moving out of cover. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you should just hold and just... Probably defensive, um... Action, and just general perceiving. Oh. else. Oh. It's it. Oh, unless, uh, give me your, give me your roll, please, Shadow. Sorry. Hmm. Eighty plus fifty-five. Nothing. Uh, sorry. No, big my, my part. She does see two men down here. One of them is has is in the process of throwing a rope over the edge and is starting to climb down the rope. Sorry, your thing went all blurry. Couldn't. Okay, so she is here. Yep. Nice. She she has seen uh, two figures down here. Okay. One, yes, one of them has thrown a rope over the edge where they are, and is starting to climb. Basically, uh, not even climb. Basically, um, slide down the rope as fast as they as that person can. Okay. Um, so uh, I guess if she's has got any action left she would just say to those around her um they know we're coming okay they're, they're, they're fleeing cool done it's in that's it thank you it's in um alarmed by reports of big spider thing yep um well <clears throat> um i think he's i don't know how many rounds he's been preparing for i think he started the last time but um He'll hold that. He's he's looking to group the party together and to cast inspirations again. 
uh, in, in what's to come, but at the moment he's going to uh, explain to the party that's what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. He's going to, while he's preparing, he'll do it next round probably, and they need to ready themselves for what is coming. Okay. So suggest that they form a, uh, you know, a plan of what happens if this creature comes their way. Cool. Done. Okay. Cool. Uh, that's cool. You've spotted something down the cliffs. You've seen these people. Jadar's pointed out the people are climbing down. You can see the guy on the rope. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, 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 uh. Uh, I guess everyone he's standing with knows what's uh, what we've seen. Jadar's seen them. I've seen them. Um, I guess we, we as, a, as a group. Um, need to figure out what we want to do um uh, uh, yeah uh, all, all i can think is uh, that that little huddle there uh, maybe quick a quick discussion of what are we going to do okay so haskell starts perhaps very sensibly start saying what happens next okay cool um all right uh those staring down down the cliff uh, see the second figure um, throw a rope over the edge of the cliff and and start going down at, at speed. Oh, yep, good. Okay, uh, Keros. Hello. Um, so has she seen? she's aware or yeah I, I think by this stage enough people have been saying look down there and you guys look down there so so <laughs> I, i'm not going to ask for perception rolls enough people have kind of spotted stuff and you can make out you know way down here some figures okay so she's not going to use powerpoints she is do perception she's just can she hold sure she's still got her bow and arrow yeah yeah please okay. uh Mithan and severin um come to severin's whack together or does Mithan want to do something now um do it together okay done cool uh demos um Um, he'll, he'll, he'll wait to, to be told what to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. And Tarquin. we'd shoot, we'd fire, yeah. Cool. Uh, Tarquin, you did a fantastic jump last round. Uh, you, you've, you've, you've landed next to, uh, um, here. She has then moved at pace. She's not sprinting, but she's jogging. And she's run up from behind you. She said, hey, let's get moving. Tarquin, what are you doing, please?
sorry. One moment, please. Sure thing. Take your time. The people on the road or near in that direction where the, where the arrow came from? No, I'm gonna say probably not. You can see on the map, you, you can see Mason, um, Giles can't. There is a massive slab of rock in between. These these were the people that were, were down the way. They could see Tarquin here, where the cursor is. Where Tarquin has moved up, no, well and truly, he can't see a thing. Oh, okay, he can't see a thing. All right, he'll follow um, Nathanel then. Cool, give me a roll, please, for his running. <laughs> or jogging. Basically, just no failures is what I'm interested in. Sixty-three. Cool. Tarquin, uh, you... Oops, where'd you go? There he goes. He's in the rock. Tarquin, <laughs> uh, you, you get up from your position and you join your companion, Neathanol, um, not sprinting, not running, bow in hand, uh, around the corner. The last thing you hear, however, before you go is uh, the, the following. your turn, Tuckwood. Severin, uh, you and Mithan are back uh, here mm -hmm. at this this opening. Um, kind of act in tandem, describe what, what you were both doing. I'm happy for you to kind of tag team on what happens. Well, you reckon, Pete? I mean, I, I guess it, if we can't figure it out, um, what do we, if, if we can't figure out what this does, do we just step way back and um, trigger it. What do you think? What do you, I mean, unless you make a guess as to what it will do. Nah, nah. I reckon set it off and run. Or set it off from a distance. Um, yeah, so... Um, we get a branch and chuck it on, to, you know, branch from the forest and just chuck it on. Yeah, that's pretty Okay. Yeah. Uh, give me... Which of the two of you feels lucky? With what? Which of the two of you feels lucky? Me. Actually, Severin, <laughs> Severin, you have a. What's your bonus for oh, luck? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm quite. I'm lucky. You are. Uh, do you want me to read that out again? Yeah, please. Naturally lucky. He's charmed. Twenty percent roll bonus in favour of times of happenstance. Can you roll a, um, 20%. Can you roll a 1d8 and minus, yep. uh, 20%. No, uh, no. Can you roll a 1d10 and minus... 
two for the number of rounds that it takes you to find a branch. So I just should I just roll one d ten minus two. Ten rounds to find a branch. Jeez. Um, I'm not going to take ten rounds to find a branch. We don't do that. We just do something else. No, I'm not going to. Okay, collecting firewood. Uh, no. Well, are there bits in the fireplace? Sorry. The old old branches in the fireplace. No, nothing substantial enough. They they're kind of. Oh, there's bones. There's the bones from the dog. Sure, but uh, we'll describe what your your plan is, guys. We want to throw something that's big enough that's going to set that wire off from a decent enough distance. So, you know, right. something half a meter in the air. Right. So you need something quite weighty to kind of chuck yeah. at it to make it All go. Right. There's nothing he's around you. There is. Um, he's going to get his grappling hook out of the. His his uh, backpack and okay. um, he's gonna hurl that at it from a distance. Okay, cool, cool. So both be a distance. Okay. So, so perhaps while I get the grappling hook out, Nithan, you could get your rope out. Cool. Okay. She has one. So say so three rounds to take out the grappling hook, attach a rope. Uh, so, so for example. Um, uh, covering an item, picking up an item from the ground is 30%. I'm going to say, yeah, getting something from your. Oh no, 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 okay. I'll say two rounds. You've got a, you've got a, a grappling hook out, and you've got a rope attached to the grappling hook. That's 20 seconds to take an object out of your pack and, a, and, and tie a knot, uh, a knot in it. And then you got to go in two rounds time. And um, I guess, Mithan, while I'm doing that, you Pro could like, look at the, look at it, and if, if you can work it out, yep. even better. Yep. She doesn't have she doesn't have rope. So yes, can she do a perception on the whilst he's doing that? She'll do a perception on the track, please. Sure thing. Give me a roll, please. Sixty-two. Bonus. Um, so she does actually have a trap, a trap building skill, but that's oh, only yeah. 18. So okay, yep, no, that would, that's it. Oh, so she'd rather use her perception than 41. No, trap building skill is what it, what it's about. Um, she sees the, the ends of the wire at one end at least going up, but that's about all she can detect. She doesn't, doesn't detect much more information than that. Okay. So, so one more round, and you'll have a grappling hook ready to go with the rope on it. Uh, Tanya. You shot last round, or did you shoot? No, yeah, last round. What do you do? Hello, Tanya. She'd like to uh, delay her next shot. She's going to reload and fire and do her second shot, but she is going to wait to delay her action until the end of the round and then shoot. Okay. Hope, hoping that obviously the adversaries, if they're going to return fire, will do so beforehand. Okay. Uh, okay.
Nicholas, you're next. Uh, he'd like to attack again. Has have um, either any of them moved? Yes. Much? Yep. Uh, substantially, actually. Um, all all three moved earlier on in the round, and all three have moved down. Uh, one more round. Oh. One more round, and this person is out of his Tanya's view. Uh, another two more rounds for this person and this person. Assuming they don't trip and fall and break their necks falling down the cliff. Okay, so was the one that Tanya hit hampered by the, by the shot she did? Uh, somewhat, yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, no, he will, he will have the thing attack, attack that one. The one in the, one in the, the Tanya shot. Uh, that will be a move, an attack, so you have a penalty to that roll. Was up here, attack this guy, it's now moving down here. You'll have a negative to that roll. Uh, 99. Nice, roll again. I'll give you a back attack for this too. <laughs> 94. Hey! Nice one. 99 plus uh, 94. Um, plus 90. <clears throat> nice one. Small grapple. Uh, I'm not going to give you overkill with that. I think that would be overkill <laughs> for a small grapple. <laughs> Um, that's, uh, five and a B. Give me a roll for the B. Ah, 28. Um, yeah, kind of, uh, knock him a, knock this person a bit. Don't look like they're going to act the next round. They're kind of staggered, I think. Thank you. And that is the end of the round. Initiative. Roll initiative. Cheddar is next. First up, I should say. Um... I guess she's also wanting to see uh, Asper is obviously wanting to have a conversation of what to do. Yep. Because um, they're, they're stuck. Um, yeah. she, she can't do much, oh, but I, so, I guess it's... Sorry. Sorry, I'm really sorry. Uh, going back to Tanya, you, Graham, you said that Tanya had held her action till the end of the round. Yeah. I, I went past you. Um, uh, you can act. I'm really sorry, Ted. Um, Jedda, I'll right. come back to you. Okay. Um, yeah, she'll shoot. Okay. Uh, she... So who? who? Who's the target? Um, if she can hit the same one, she will. Okay. Yes, she can. Okay. Shall I roll? Go, please. 61. 61. It's just been hit by a whistling. Uh, doesn't get surprise on the attack. Um, 116 on the attack. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, solid. 18 and an E puncture. Roll the E crit, please. Right, Tanya. A little bit better this time, please. 67! 60, one off. Um, 
Better hit this round. Whack! There's kind of a, a, a solid, um, meaty kind of quite a horrible noise as the uh, the the arrow smashes into this person's uh, shoulder. Uh, all of you, or everybody in this immediate area, hears the scream. Um, and uh, it's bleeding quite a lot. And I'm going to say with, with a, a much more considerable hit, I'm going to ask this person at the end of their turn to uh, make a maneuver, actually, to see if they, uh, they keep their feet. You know, they're coming down the rock. Um, it's slippery in the rain. It's an all or nothing maneuver. Uh, it's, I'm going to say it's a medium maneuver. I'm going to roll it in the, uh, in the channel. Coming in. Exclamation mark. Uh, space D100. I, I think they make their maneuver. That's not a roll. Oh, it's so. not. Sorry, Pete. It's not either. Oh, Exclamation no. mark R space D100. Good point, Pete. I missed the D. 68. 68 mm. plus that. Alright. Were they stunned? Yep, and I've taken that into consideration. Thanks, Pete. Uh, 70% chance that they keep their feet uh, 70 or under, and they're fine. 70 or above, and they could be in trouble. Exclamation mark. R space D 100. If they're above 70, they could have a problem. They're fine. Smack! So the, the, the longbow arrow from Tanya smacks into this, uh, this person, uh, screams in pain, and yeah, they're, they're, they're not looking good and bleeding quite a lot. That no was other the damage being record. Sorry, no other damage, no. Um, that was the end of that round. Jada, sorry I interrupted you. You and Askel had been speaking about what to do next. What do you do? So who else is with us? Uh, who else is with you? Um... Leif is with you, Keros is with you, Askil is with you, Jadar, Etienne, and Demos. And Victor the Cat. Um, so Jada's not a big talker. Um, but I guess she would essentially say, like Askil always said, we need to do something. She'd say, yes, I agree. Um, but I have no long-range defensive abilities, so she'll just be defensive. Yeah, and that'll be Jada. Okay, cool. Next up is the ethanol. What's he doing, the ethanol? Uh, did I hear that same noise that um, Tarquin heard? Uh, no. Okay. She'll keep running. Oh, give me a roll, please. Thirteen. 160 foot away, how, how fast does she, she run? Uh, double. Double, which is how much, please? Uh, sorry, 60. That uh, is, uh, 120. Oh, okay. So, let, let's, let's say she's, you know, pretty, pretty close to her companions. She can see them. She's about there. Uh, 
Cool. That's cool. Uh, so he needs to talk to well, just the, everyone in the group that's the Etienne, uh, etc. Of uh, basically, what are we going to do? Are we going to move forward? Um, who's got ranged attack? I, I don't think any of them have that. I think that's the reason we stay back in the first place. Okay. So, any, yeah. so, so rather than make it too stilted, anybody in that immediate group, so Demos. Um, Keros, you know, the others that I've just mentioned, uh, rather than go around to your turn, um, unless you want to do something that will occupy your your round this turn, do you want to answer and have a quick discussion with uh, Askel, please, if you want to? For sure. That's the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Keros has obviously got some ranged attack. Um, can I suggest that we, you know, group, we, we do our usual and kind of form a, the fighters form a wall um, and uh, spread out a little bit so if the creature gets closer we can sort of group around it and attack it from different sides but if one of us falls we're able to offer some support um, and spread out on the flat area so that gives us some space. Uh, just, you know, inland a little bit more. Uh, away, from uh, away from the cliff and that uh, the um, spell users go behind the, the wall so and, and um, yeah yep that sounds good uh, local agrees there and be happy to direct, be directed Keros would like to go behind a wall <laughs> logically that would mean Demos probably in the middle with the spear, right? And then uh, maybe, I don't know, um, Etienne on one side, Leif on the other. Uh, who else have we got down there? That's cool. That's cool, yeah, that's cool. Right, so, so we've got four of us who could line up on that, that top there. All right? Um, on the, the open bit of land. I don't think there's much point hiding particularly, uh, unless you guys feel differently about it. No, no, I think it's there's too much happening that fighting's not really going to... Um, I mean, we could um, wait for it to get really close, I suppose, through that gap in the bushes. What do you think? I suppose we could do that. I, actually, that's not a bad idea. If, um, given our arches are quite visible on the top of the rock, we can assume the spider's going to, or whatever it is, is going to come towards us. question is, it, it could just go straight up the ramp towards them, right? Depends uh, how fast it moves too. Like it could be. A, a cliff face, so we can assume it, its climbing is unbelievable. So it probably will go as the crow flies, right? Yeah. So if, um, well, I suppose we could. No, there's no point because we can't all attack it at once. Okay, that's a, that's that's about enough kind of discussion. Okay. okay. Any anybody else uh, um, want to contribute to that, or change kind of where I've arbitrarily place people. That's not what we discussed, so was it? Well, you, you were thinking further back, is that right? Over the ditch? So a, a row of people further back. Uh, hang on. Uh, Keros, Demos, um, Askel, Jada, any, any feedback interaction from you, please? Uh, Jada. Jada would be... Uh, disagree with the rough plan um, and she would be in the attack mode 
Keros, Simos. Keros would be keen to move behind something. She has a bow and arrow. Keen to not use power points, but she will if she needs to. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, cut. Sorry, Demos. Yeah, please. No, yeah, I was gonna say he's happy. To, he's happy to stand and have his yeah spear and no his yeah spear and shield up. Oh, all right. Okay, so we'll 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 put put people in in position kind of where people want to go uh, next round. Have a think of what your tactics may be, and we'll come to that in a second. Um, nothing else from it was that technically Askel's turn, but we'll move through Leif. Anything else from you, Leif? I should be aware of. You've kind of been part of this discussion, so probably not a lot more action. But anything else I should be aware of? No, just happy to be directed. Yep. Cool. Done. Uh, okay. Uh, Grey Roughwind, you have prepared your crossbow. Uh, you have a negative 30 to the shot. Uh, what do you, but your bow is loaded, your crossbow is loaded. What do you do? Uh, is there anybody left? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to stand up? Very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and subtly, somehow. <laughs> yes. Uh, this person here uh, um, has stalled. They're kind of part way down. Uh, they're not looking good in the split second. You, you see, I'm not going to ask for a reception roll. Um, the other, the other two behind them, who were behind them, are making uh, gains. One is about to pass them on the way down. The other one's not far behind. So this one here, who's the one that, um, not that you know this, but the one that has got probably one or at least one of uh, Tanya's arrows sticking out of her um, is not moving. The other two are moving. Probably go for the one one that is moving. Okay, which one do you go for? Uh, the, the one in front. The one in front. Cool. The one in front that you go for is this one here. Great. Cool. Uh, give me a roll. Negative 30 to the shot, please. Because you... Okay. Uh, 35. 35. I've got his crossbow as being 65, but I just want to check that. It's, um, I might be a bit dated with that information. Okay, the crossbow. Alrighty, the crossbow. Alrighty, 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 crossbow. But frankly, that that hasty hasty shot of of pulling it together and firing, um, Gray, you launch the bolt, and there's kind of a, a whistle whistle and a crack, and the uh, the crossbow bolt smashes on the rock close to this person's head. Doesn't hit them. Mm. Looks like she might fall though. She got fried. <laughs> Did she? Yeah, Didn't definitely. Know, didn't know that. Um, Etienne, uh, anything, you know, a bit of a freebie here, but anything in addition to kind of organising, discussing, chatting uh, that you've just been doing? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, the king just to assemble, so that could be in next round. He's going to hold that inspirations thing. Yep. Um, and when they assemble up there, he'll cast it. Done. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, Nicholas will attempt uh, another attack. Okay. Um, on the one that Rayway. Okay. So this one, yeah. Okay. So we they were the, 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 the they were the ones the one leading. Oh. No, this 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 one here is definitely leading. Oh no, she'll, she'll go for he'll go for that one. Okay. The horn blower. Ah, which is a crit roll. Sixty six. Okay. Uh, uh you're moving and attacking, so there's a penalty for that. Um and a sixty six. Yeah, uh, and only gets part part of his DB. Um, yeah, gl glancing shots. Um, three and an A. Roll the A, please. Forty-four. Yeah. Um, uh, hit him in the lower back. Kind of staggered a little bit. Slows his pace. Does keep moving, but but definitely not at the at the speed he was moving before. No additional hits. And uh, then uh, Nicholas will. Uh, oh, no, he can't move. No, sorry, sorry. Cool. Uh, Keros, in addition to kind of moving, organising, arrow on string, etc. Anything else in addition to that I should be aware of? Um, no, but she will be prepared to drop it and cast if need be. Tarquin, uh, you've just seen Neathanol show a proverbial clean set of heels. Uh, she's here, you're back here. What are you doing, Tarquin? Can he turn and do like a quick perception yep, to temp. see if he can see where the noise came from? Yep. Okay. Cool, that's a negative 20 to this perception roll, but give me your roll, please. Because okay. it's a, it's like a gla it's a glance basically. That's, yeah, it's like a like a neck crane. Yeah, that's glance. it. <laughs> okay. Six. Six. Don't forget it's masked. It could be amazing. It is. Uh, very true. Uh, plus ninety, I believe. This perception is negative yeah. twenty for the roll. Uh Look, he, he doesn't hear any anything more or gain any more information other than the horrible noises he heard. Uh, you know, we're definitely kind of from this this area, but he doesn't hear anything more at this stage. Okay, then That's... he will gun towards uh, Nathanel. Cool. So, like, yeah. what speed? <laughs> Run like hell. Okay. That's, uh, <laughs> it's times five. Give me your roll, please. Okay. Uh, okay. Say uh, a light moving one over. Fifty-four. What's his agility, please? Agility is. Plus 30. Oh, sorry, he wears armor. 
I think. Um, okay. Yeah, so what's his armor uh, skill? I think it's soft leather. Uh, reinforced leather coat. Yes. Uh, is it the AT? Yes. Uh, no, no, it'll be the... Oh, the, sorry. Uh, yep, the skill. Oh, the skill. My bad. One yep. moment. Sorry. Uh, la la la, soft leather plus 20. There you go. Cool. Uh, cool. He can move up to double his pace this round. Um, it was a good roll. I'm going to say he basically gains and gets slightly ahead of tenure. Neethanol? Uh, Neethanol. Pick him up on. Yep. yep. Cool. Uh, Severin, you're still doing grappling hook and rope stuff. Uh, Mithan, you were also doing grappling hook and rope stuff, I believe. If I'm wrong. Exceptional. Um, yeah. yeah, another fiction roll on the track. Yeah, sorry, that's you. As far as you, as far as you know, you figured out as much information as you can possibly get. Cool. Uh, she'll just move away to where she needs to be then, the window. Cool. Uh, Demos, other than moving into position, anything else you need to be doing, wanting to do, kind of a bit of a freebie? Uh, he'll do a perception. Like, yeah. Yep. Give me another roll. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Uh, Get really excited. Yeah, I know. Uh -oh. And then it's actually you don't know. Um, his bonus again, please. Ah, uh, plus fifty. Oh, no, no further information. Oh, other than other than uh, several other people have kind of noticed this. You'll be glancing around. The, the, t the two men that were on the two ropes are making pretty rapid progress. Looks like they're coming down um, kind of around here-ish. Out of that area. Okay. He'd, he'd share that with the group. Yep. Sure thing. Uh, and that is the end of the round. It's also 10 o'clock. I'm going to suggest we call that, folks. Unless anybody, uh, I, I could potentially go for one more round. I'm also happy to leave it there. What it, what, what would people like to do? I need to go to bed. <laughs> I need to go to bed too. All right. I, I am going to call it there. Oh, good. Just to say, I um, part, uh, as a sort of basis of the conversations that the party had about organising themselves. Obviously, we would have we had that conversation, so I, I roughly drew out the results of that conversation, and I'm just put it in the chat there. So if anyone, that's you know obviously a starting point, and, and if if people want to do that, great. If they don't, cool. But that was the, that was the 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 um, purpose of the discussion was to suggest what's in there now. Oh, okay. Yeah, agree. Uh, looks good. Excellent. Well, thank you very much indeed, guys. Uh, happy viewers, happy listeners, because we are getting quite a few listeners um, on Apple, which is interesting, and Spotify. That's it for this session. Tune in again next time for some Twilight of the Old Order and Ain't No Place for a Hero action. And there we go.